I do remember in fourth grade, we were writing down goals and one goal I put was to put numbers on the banner and make it to state. It's been 17 years since Pittsville girls basketballs had anything close to this season. They have 18 wins and counting as they near the playoffs and start a push for their first state appearance since 2004. In this episode, Reese Grimm, Bryn Friday, Brooke Grossman, and head coach Jason Knott discuss the special season and how things only look up from here. You're listening to the WSAW Highlight Zone Podcast. How do you guys feel about what you've accomplished so far? I think that we have had a huge growth just as a team overall. I think we were fourth or fifth last year in conference, so just getting that second place in conference is huge. I think we just have grown together as a team, which I think just makes winning easier. So. Yeah, co coming in with an outside perspective, Noah, you know, with my first year in the program, um, I, I watched several games last year, and, and Brooke and um, Reese and Tasha and Bryn were on, were on the, the team last year and played significant minutes. I think with that idea of them being sophomore dominated last year is, is that, you know, another year of experience, um, you know, at the varsity level and that level of competition, I think has certainly helped in that growth with them playing together, the majority of the team together for another year. Yeah. And you, you talk about growth. You guys have what one senior on this team, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. What what is the benefit of that of of all being on this team for for multiple years, being able to play with the same unit and being able to grow together? How important is that to your success this season? I would just say we've played together for years upon years, so we know what each other does. Like I don't know, we grow connections over the years, so it just helps. And we just know how to handle each other emotionally. Like if something big's going on, we can all just tell. Like okay, we need to calm down here. Like. We need to pick up our intensity during different moments of the game. I just think that our team, we've played together for so long and we kind of know each other. And like we said, like earlier, I feel like we know our game is fast. And this year we kind of brought that back out, back out together and we just worked together well. Where has the biggest leap come from compared to last year? I think we have talked about different things that we're noticing. Um, I feel like compared to last year, we kind of were just doing the same thing. It was kind of like a repetition versus now we're kind of bringing out that more competitive side during practice, which is kind of showing different skills that we need to work on or different things that we've definitely mastered. And I also feel like a big change is now we play man on man and we've always played two, three. So that can change a lot in the game, which what, it has. Yeah. What goes into to moving to man to man? Is that just ability? Did you guys just figure out what your strengths were? I think we've always been a good defensive team. Like our two three, it was still pretty good. But I think man allows us to be more like, especially uh, full court press, uh, that can kind of move into like a faster pace game. Uh, but yeah, Jason, I'd love to get your perspective on this as well. Yeah, part part of my like a major role for a coach is knowing your personnel. Um, you know, a lot of coaches may try to adapt personnel to a, uh, you know, to your philosophy and. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of in the boat of is you you adapt your uh, philosophy according to what you have for personnel. And the, these kids, it was very evident watching them last year. They're very aggressive and they play fast. You know, they, they want to get up and down the court. And you have two options. You could try to control that or you could go with it. And uh, I've always been a man-to-man -man, um, 
person back back in my playing days, but then also in my previous coaching experiences, both as a girls varsity coach and a boys varsity coaches, I, I've predominantly played man to man defense, and it just it was a good fit. We went with it this summer, and they they took to it immediately. They're very very aggressive, and they they're very intelligent. We have a uh, we have a very smart basketball team. Our cumulative team GPA is like a three point eight eight cumulative GPA with our varsity team, right? <laughs> Now, thankfully, they don't include the coach with that, or we would have got a little bit of But for the kids, they're they're very smart, and uh, they they've just ran with it. So it was it was knowing the personnel and kind of how they want to play. I love hearing that about the, the GPA when you when you have that kind of intelligence on the court. Is that easier to you as as a coach? Do do they respond? Is is it easier to to get things through to them? I guess is is the question. No, it depends. Um, <laughs> it's a double, it's a double edged sword because. They're such thinkers that uh, yes, they they pick stuff up, but but sometimes they overanalyze things. I think with that, so so it's a double edged sword. But all in all, a- absolutely, they they pick things up. And a lot of times, what it is, we we slow start in a lot of games. We're just kind of a we come out of the gates a little bit slow. And I think as the kids get a feel for what other teams are trying to do, um, we we've outscored our opponents in the second half of every single game this season. Uh, and I think it's the kids pick up on what other teams are trying to do. And that comes from all those years of playing together. And then they're able to adapt to that. So, you know, it's certainly, I look at it as an advantage. And to the girls on, on that note, what are you noticing during a game? Like, like what, what, what are you paying attention to in your opponent and yourselves? I think like our coach said, like we're kind of noticing what their tendencies are. And I think that as the game picks up, our intensity picks up too. Mm-hmm. Give me give me an example. I mean, you don't have to name a specific opponent, but like, like what's something that you've noticed in the middle of a game that you improved in the second half? Uh, Pacelli. Like the first time we played Pacelli, they had a pretty good lead on us the first half, and then the second half we knew that if we wanted it, we needed to like show that in the second half, and we did that by coming back so much in the second half. Mm-hmm. I also think that a lot of the times when we get outscored is when we're getting out-rebound, out-rebounded. So when we realize that when we're getting out-rebounded, that's when we really realize we need to hone in on the rebound so that we can get our offense going and stop mm-hmm. their offense. And I'm assuming, you said earlier, you guys are kind of all on the same wavelength. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that makes this a lot easier. You almost know what you're thinking before you actually say it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on that no, on that note about the you know the intensity is that we we've been down in several games this year, um, you know one I can think of is against Abbotsford. We had a terrible first half. We shot in the single digits as a team. We were down twenty seven to nine, and we came back and tied that game at forty. What was the big change in the second half? The, the girls just came out and matched their intensity. So they kind of look at that as a challenge against Wild Rose two weeks ago. That game that we won in overtime. We were down 11 in regulation with five minutes to go and came back and sent it to overtime. And then we were down in overtime by six with a minute to go and came back and won it. So I think when their backs are against the wall, they're able to kind of match that. Like they ratchet things up a little bit. And I, I've never once felt, no matter what the score was in a game, like like the girls felt they were out of a game. Like even when we're down, it's like there's a kind of a calm, relaxed demeanor uh, with the kids that they know what they need to do. That being said, I'm sure it's a little stressful as a coach to to be down in first halves and, and have to come back in the second half. I guess what what's your mindset in those moments? Yeah, no, I so so in many of those games we were up at the half too. I, I look at how we finish games. So so there have been a few, but we've been very fortunate. I think that that we haven't trailed a ton, but in those games, mm-hmm. 
um, I, I've talked to the girls, like certainly, would we like to come out of the gates a little bit faster and make it easier on ourselves? Yeah, abs absolutely. And I, I think, you know, we've tried focusing on what are some things that might help with that. Um, but, you know, we haven't unlocked that that puzzle yet. It's it's still there, but all, all that being said, we're 17 and four, so it's been working more often than not, but certainly uh, waiting for that to click, because that's one of the missing pieces is, is if we can get out to a little faster start, um, that's only going to enhance what we do everywhere else. You said it right there. You're 17 and four right now. It's been a while since Pittsville girls have had this kind of season. And I was looking back. I think the last time you had anything close to this was 2007. Um, last time you went to state in 2005, there was a good run of success there. Since then, it hasn't really been done. To the girls, this question for you: Do you do you know of those Pittsville teams in the early 2000s? Are you aware of them, or, or like, like how much do you know about that? I think we know a lot because our assistant coach, Kelly Michaels, was on the state team um, and also a teacher, Mark Dennison, coached it. So he kind of correlates that. We talk about it quite often. And I think that's always been a goal of ours is we want to make Pittsburgh basketball successful like them. I think that our assistant coach, as well as Mr. Denniston, have really just showed us different aspects that they had when their team went to state. And like it shows us that we do have the ability to get that far ever since we were young we've always dreamed of making it far and going to state so we always reminisce on those numbers up the wall like at practice <laughs> and stuff hoping we can get another number up there yeah yeah your assistant coach and, and and everybody around you what do they tell you about those teams what made those teams successful i think kelly really talked about how competitive practices always were it wasn't necessarily the game it was the stuff that they did in practice that made them ready for the game, to prepare for the game. I think she talks a lot about, like, they had a kind of a deep bench, and also, like, she tells me, like, okay, like, this was my shot in high school. Like, you know, like, I don't know, I was looking at defense, kind of worked on different aspects of what helped her be successful and other players. I mean, there are some some points, not even 10 years ago, when you guys were, were only getting two wins a year. Now you're up to 17. What does it mean to you guys to be able to put this program back on the map and, and to be able to have, you know, successful basketball there once again? I think that it shows that hard work pays off and that if you it doesn't necessarily matter about the group of girls that you have like yes connections matter but as long as you are putting in that hard work something is going to come out of it. I think it's just always been our goal we've always thought okay like we want people to think of Pittsburgh and think like they're good at basketball I think that's mm -hmm. just been our goal and we've always like want to be better than everyone else like <laughs> <laughs> we just have a good fight. Where do you guys feel you are as you prepare for a playoff run, putting together a special season so far? I feel like most teams kind of show have shown by now like where they are. Like Mr. Nye has mentioned like you're either ready to go for a game or you're yeah, you're conditioned or you're not conditioned. And I think that we are definitely ready for a game. There might be slow starts to games, but we always finish very, very intense and ready to go. And I think that as playoffs pick up we will just take it one game at a time and we'll see where that goes. We don't typically scheme a lot around what other teams do. And I don't mean to say we don't scout, but we're yeah. pretty comfortable with what we do. Uh, and we may have a few things that we focus on, but we like to kind of go with what brought us, you know, our defense, we're, we're predicated on defense and, and we do it pretty well. Um, so we focus on those things and that makes it a little bit easier. What the girls talked about earlier is, you know, at this point in the season, it's not like you're going to become better conditioned for playoffs. Like you're, you're where you're at right now. So it's fine tuning some things. And then, you know, the playoffs are all about who's playing best at that point. It, you know, you don't want to peak in the mid season. 
Uh, this is when you want to peak, and those teams that go on those runs, they peak during these playoffs, and it's not always the team that was the best team all through the season. It's, you know, some teams just kind of catch lightning in a bottle, and then they run with it. So I feel like we have some of those components set up here that we're doing the right things, and these kids are hard workers. They're not satisfied with, you know, just winning games. Is there anything you can do to control that, to, to, to try to see if you can catch lightning in a bottle, or is it just a matter of, of doing it? I think habits, the habits that you, you develop during the course of the season, you know, de defense, rebounding, and uh, free throw shooting. If you want to ask me like three keys to success, if you can if you can play defense, you're going to be in a lot of basketball games because there's going to be nights where that ball is just not falling through the basket. It, it just isn't going to fall no matter how good a shooting team you are. Uh, but defense will carry you every single time. You know, Pacelli last week, they're averaging 71 points a game. We held them to 41 points. We shot six of 30 from three that night. And yet we lost on a buzzer beater, which will tell you, you know, defense keeps you in games. And we do that in rebounding. We've been up and down, uh, no pun intended, but we we certainly uh, know that's a focus and in our free throw shooting. So th those would be three things I would tell you, you know, uh, that when you get in the playoffs and points are at a premium, those things matter. Yeah, and I want to talk about that defense, too. You guys are averaging, I think, well, in 34 points a game. You talked about going to man. Just what's the intensity on that side of the court. We talked about it a little bit, but a little bit more detail. How intense are you guys on the defensive side? I think that we all play our part. Like we know me and Reese's goal, we're hounding the guard, so it makes it harder for everything else. We all kind of play our part and being as aggressive as we can. And then I keeps going. Yeah, we just, we really work on digging down when a post gets the ball, or if we don't want somebody to get that ball, we know that we're not gonna allow them to get that ball. Mm -hmm. We kind of like when we're uh, not scouting a team, but looking at a team, like who's their best guard. So we really focus on, say, Brooke goes on her. So we really focus on like not letting her do what she normally does to other teams. That's where that scouting component comes into play too. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. and we know we focus on winning individual battles. You know, it's team defense, but win your individual battles on the court. So you know, and the girls take that personal. And with Reese and Brooke, we're able to flop them where we don't have to have necessarily one player on that. If we're trying to take a player out of the game, we can kind of alternate them to give each other kind of a break. And and we have some some elite level defenders on the team that are able to do that to take away people. But uh, mm -hmm. about winning your individual battles and then, you know, do your team help defense apart and you're going to be a pretty good defensive team. When, when you guys, I know you guys have been playing together for a long time. When you looked at each other six, seven years ago. Did you think that your group had a chance to, to be something special and do something special? Yeah, I remember in like fourth grade when we were going to different tournaments and we were all very excited. I do remember in fourth grade, we were writing down goals and one goal I put was to put numbers on the banner and make it to state. That was one big thing that I can remember. I feel like we've never had a doubt in our mind that we could go places when we were older. Mm-hmm. Now you get ready for the playoffs. Is there a little extra chip on your shoulder knowing you didn't get that conference title? I think a uh, third time at Pacelli would be nice because mm -hmm. um, it came down to the last seconds, and I'd, I think we'd really like to beat Pacelli, but also another goal was to be conference champ, so now we're focusing on the next thing which, that we can achieve. So yeah, mm -hmm. We've talked about it a little bit. It's the last thing I'll go into, but just how bad do you guys want to make a playoff run and, and get a chance to, to go over to Green Bay? I think we are ready to show people – who the Pittsville Panthers are and what we bring. Mm -hmm. It's always been a goal of ours, and we have this year, next year, it has to do it. So I think we don't want to wait till next year. Mm -hmm. Like We want it to happen this year. We're ready for it. And I think we've been working hard all season long, and that's been the end goal. Um, we're still taking it one game at a time, but we really would like to be at Green Bay. 
Something we talked about a month ago, I think it was, was we have one senior you mentioned, Noah, mm-hmm. Tasha Lashevsky, is that we talked about approach this like we're all seniors um, because, you know, there are no guarantees in basketball mm-hmm. um, or any anything. And to just approach it like we're all seniors this year and, and go out and play every game like like this is your senior year and, you know, you owe that to your to your senior mm-hmm. and uh, also to, you know, treat the treat the sport like that you know, respect the game and, and don't think about what, you know, down the road, think about like what's right in front of you here. And, and I think they've done a great job with that. I know they, they really, I haven't heard any talk about, well, we're only the juniors or whatever. It's like they're, they're after it. A terrific perspective. The Panthers are a two seed in D5 in the same sectional as top seeded Pacelli. Hopefully we see the two go at it once again. And that's all for this episode of the Highlight Zone podcast. Thanks for listening and take care.